This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And this is For The Players, the pop culture as PlayStation podcast of 40 years of playing PlayStation 8 plus years in that games media combined. We'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you want to join in future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com. Slash the pop culturist, head over there, check out the tears. Might be something there that interests you. If you want to show the love of the pop culturist on your body, head to popculturist.com slash shop where you can buy shirts like this, like that, and a bunch of other assorted crap with our uh, branding and logos on it. And uh, we are also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the pop culturists. Don't you normally say something after that? Something about bit, bits, bitties. Come give us yeah, you can't watch the stream and do biddies and things. Yeah, that's it. There you go, nailed it. What's up, man? I'm really sore. What have you done? I think the Switch is really hurting me. <laughs> 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 We're playing the shit out of Pokemon. Let's go Eevee, because Eevee shits all over Pikachu as a mascot. Uh, but I only played handheld. It's really heavy, mm. and I've played it a lot. I don't know. I just when I'm playing it, I just get this pain like up to my shoulder, like it's. Just from holding the weight and like, because you only have to hit one fucking button. It's just, just a, a, it's a, a continuous a, strain. A, 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 a. And it really hurts. So mm. I don't know. It's a little bit painful, but I can't stop playing. Well, at least you're not, at least you're not doing like the motion control stuff. I jack- tried it. I can't, I can't do it well. Mm. Not fair. I'm but not, I'm, I'm not I, spending that extra money on that fucking Pokeball thing. Oh, uh, we got yeah. one. PlayStation, uh, PlayStation. Nintendo and Arsenal Percentage one. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. It's kind of cool. It's, 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 the novelty's pretty cool, but mm. yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think I've also got myself... I don't know whether I mentioned last week, I have a bit of a, a gaming injury as well, I think. What's that? So, like, I've somehow jacked my finger. So, like, I keep getting these gnarly pains in my joint, like, right here, where right this lower part of the finger meets your hand. That finger does nothing but support the controller. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just years of... Of that and plus, you know, now that I've worked in office the last like four years, there's a lot of mouse clicking. There's a lot going on in there, and it fucking sucks. Like, so out of nowhere, I'll just be like, mm, shooting pain. I'm like, no. It's better your finger than your heart. That's true. Or your dick. So, like, <laughs> well, that would be so much worse. <laughs> so, like, I'm trying to, I was trying at dinner, trying to cut, my like, ah, fuck. And then, you know, just doing random shit, like, oh, I'll just pick up James. Ah, fuck. And the worst thing is, like, I went to the doctor, and he, because uh, I was just out of, curiosity i'm like this hurts it's been hurting for about a week what's the deal mm. you're a doctor fix yeah um yeah and he's like so he's poking around with it and he's trying to do all this strength test with it and he did this one thing where he pushes my finger again he's like all right i'm gonna push your finger back and then you just gotta uh, sorry you've got to hold it up i'm gonna push it forward and you can't let it push he goes i'm like oh <laughs> like zero strength in that finger zero it's gone he's like get your weak ass out of my office like, get out I have no idea what's wrong with your hand by the way <laughs> just one to do that'll be $75 <laughs> <laughs> so it gave me a thing for an x-ray and then I read I'm like x-ray it's not broken I can know it's not broken and I read the instructions and it's like uh, you know OA I'm like what's OA and then Millie's like uh, that could be osteoarthritis huh. I'm like I'm a little too old, a little too young for that. No. Like, no. And then this one started hurting. I'm like, what? <laughs> you go in there for your x-ray and you're like, oh, please help. You feel like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's my concern. Like, you I know. can't put the controller down. Well, that's the thing, because now, like, now that I'm gaming more than ever, you know, with my job, so I'm, I'm just constantly just smashing them controllers. Maybe you need to get one of the uh, those uh, Xbox Adaptive able controls. gamers. My phone's ringing. Who is it? My mum. She can wait a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Xbox Adapt controllers, where you can like game with your elbows and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like in three months, it's like oh wait for your elbow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm so fucking broken. I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very interesting thing. Like there are times where I'm like, I think I'm getting pretty old. And then when it's like, hey, you may have osteoarthritis. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting pretty old. Yeah, I'm getting pretty old. I'm get, I'm getting, getting this pain like in my chest, <laughs> but only when I like. Not when I breathe deep or when I cough, but only when I stretch like a certain <laughs> way. And in my head, in my head, I'm like, you got a pain in your chest. You're a smoker. You've got lung cancer, buddy. I'm like, mm. 
I am actually going to go to the doctors. <laughs> just be like, hey. Hurts. Yeah, can you please tell me why I have this pain in my chest? <laughs> <laughs> well, the same thing. Like, you know, I've talked about this before. And actually, I did one of these damaging on, on the show. So, like, two years ago, I tripped and I mushed my big toe. Mm. Like, I kicked the ground and it just obliterated my toe. Since then, it hasn't stopped hurting. Like, it, it's like it's a constant, like, dull pain. Mm. You know, like, well, I think I've shot some nerves in there or something. And then, like, about a month ago when Paul was here I did it again like right there but on my other foot mm. now that one doesn't stop hurting I've come to realise these are pains I'll have for the rest of my days Yeah, and it's like whenever it's cold it's like those old man pains that's when the arthritis kicks in it's cold rains are coming how do you know my toe hurts my joints are sore it's going to rain soon it's just the kids with the corn above the shoe that's a heavily Australian reference for anyone else watching Marge the reindeer but um so what have you been playing outside of Pokemon to give you I played a bit more Fallout up until I picked up Pokemon Thursday night mm-hmm. um, ooh, ooh, footies, hey, yeah. uh, it's just Pokemon since then Fallout's still good but Pokemon's new and shiny yeah. as well and yeah I've nearly got my dream team the OG like the, uh, 20 years ago 25 years ago whatever nearly got my original team back cheers Nidoking Kingler uh, Beedrill Magma Venusaur and Eevee I just need the Magma I'm not quite there yet very nice that, that's my team that's a solid team. Mm. I don't remember my team. They just they look cool, like all those Pokemon except for Eevee. But I feel like I have to keep the Eevee because it's like the. I don't think you can move it out of. The, I don't think you can, can take it out of the party. It oh. still rides around on your head and does all. The oh, things. okay, cool. It but yeah. it's got like mega stats. Because what they like what? the Eevee and the Pikachu you get are OP. Like they've got the perfect. Like if you were like breeding back in the day to get the perfect competitive battling Pokemon with the right stats and all that, they've got them from the get go. And because you can't evolve them either, they get like an extra stat boost because you can't evolve. Well, doesn't them. Eevee get like like a fire move and a water move and electric move and heaps? Just so yeah, you- every certain every I think every major town you can you find a guy who's like you want to teach you Eevee a new move and there's fairy, dragon, fire. You can so you can have a really cool uh, spread mm. of moves. Um, so it's really handy because it's like I'm about to fight. Uh, Sabrina, the psychic one, so I'm like, well, I'll just give Evie the ghost move and one shot her whole team. <laughs> and then when I go to like to Blaine, who uses fire, I was like, well, I'll just get Evie's water move and just one shot her. The game is very easy. Yeah, um, they've they've taken away a lot of the bullshit that yeah, Pokemon's no, had the game over the years. More streamlined, but in a way that I I appreciate. Mm. Just all the fluffing about is all all gone. Um, it's much quicker to kind of just get things done. Uh, it did take me a while to kind of get my head around needing to catch Pokemon over and over to, like, level your Pokemon up. Because the XP you get from catching Pokemon is leagues ahead of what you get from battling other trainers. Mm-hmm. So when I was trying to, like, level up something to catch up to my team, I'm, like, going all these trainers, and I'm like, oh, I'll just go catch some Ghastlies for a while. And it's like, level, 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 catch combo 10, level up, level up, level up. So, yeah, it took a while to get used to that. But it's cool. I just got to the Pokemon Go park. Oh. I can't do anything. Oh. Because I haven't linked my Pokemon Go account to the game. Mm. It's where the Safari Zone used to be. And I was real fucking excited because I love the Safari Zone. Safari Zone is fantastic. Kangaskhan and Taurus are all in there and stuff like that. Pincers and Pincers and Chanseys. I found a Chansey at level 10 in Mount Moon just randomly. Me too. I'm like, I didn't think you were here. But okay. So have you, have you, are, you, are you riding on any of your Pokemans? Yeah, Taurus. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I, I, when I was playing it on the stream, I called an Onyx, and I was like, I wonder if I can ride the <laughs> like, best game ever. <laughs> hey Onyx, let's go in the Pokemon Center. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I appreciate how kind of quick mm. it is. Just get me to the places I want to go. But yeah, the Safari Zone's not there anymore. It's this Pokemon Go Park where you can put. That's where all your Pokemon from Pokemon Go on the app. If you link your accounts, that's where they. Oh. Go, because it's a Pokemon Go park. But I was really disappointed because I really like the Safari Zone. Maybe it's still there somewhere. I only Maybe you still have to do the same process. But yeah, I don't know. I only just got to there before I came here, so I didn't mm. have much of a chance to dick around. Well, so. speaking of for the players, the Pop Culture Nintendo podcast, mm. I spent last last night playing uh, Super Smash Brothers with Max. Game's good. Yeah, like I, I hear <clears throat> one one of the main criticisms I've read so far is that it, 
it's very chaotic when you've got Dude. because like back in the day like 64 there wasn't a lot of particle effects and you know f- there wasn't much flashy stuff going mm. on but now there's fire and lights and all this other stuff mm. and it makes it very hard to kind of see what's going on yeah so like i've i've ha- before the release of this game thanks to nintendo i've, I've been able to play it a couple of times and uh, did you, no, you didn't come to pax you didn't play no. it so dylan and i were able to play at pax again as well and i went to a, a ha- like big hands-on um, event earlier in the year and like i'm watching i'm like i have not the fuck's going on because mm. there is like eight players and it's just bonkers and i have no idea what the buttons are how it works thankfully max being the genuous the genuine and loving man that he is he was like, let's go simple. Let's go, just you and me, no items, and we'll just get the buttons down. Once you get the buttons down, we'll bring items in. And then he literally stepped me, trained me in Smash. Mm. So then by the time he's like, all right, well, let's just go a regular match. And it's and it makes sense. Like you cannot, I, I, although I still don't, there's, there's, there is the finesse to it that like, mm. you know, the esports sort of side, which I yeah. still don't understand. It's all with the the blocking and the rolling timing yeah and it's like a lot of when, timing stuff when you're in like when you're in a certain attack yeah, some attacks have like invincibility frames mm. so like knowing when all that is and it's crazy fucking crazy yeah and like King uh, King K. Raw as a temple, which is a new character he has like if when you if he has, makes his stomach glow green like if you punch him like, you just get fucking rick, like just ricochet okay. like he has defense yeah. like his special attack is defense it's really yeah. cool um so yeah, like so you don't unlock all the characters straight off. You get the, the first original eight from the '64, and then you progressively unlock them. It's like new challenger, then you got to win them. You know, mm-hmm. Like a thousand maps, between hours of music. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. You, have you tried the world of light? I have That's not. What interested me? Yeah, I've not. I've only, I've only played it because with Max, everything so. like from the trailer, it's like Kirby's the only one that got away, and I'm like, my man. <laughs> Kirby, my man. Because Kirby's always been my main. Yeah. Until now, which we'll get to in the news, with the the new character that's mm. been revealed for it. Um, but it looked cool, just from what I saw and the brief gameplay I saw of World of Light. I thought I thought it looked pretty cool. Well, what the what? But, I, sorry, in the trailer because you know Master Hand is like mm. was a big boss and all that, and then when they all look up and there's like a hundred of them, oh, that's fucking horrifying. Like for an intent, like uh, just the imagery of mm. it. There's like a thousand Master Hands just floating, and it's like, oh shit. But I still stand by my theory. While Luigi's already in the game somewhere. Mm. He's, he's, in there, he's in there somewhere. He'd hand. Because the, the, the Master Hand glove looks like the gloves of Luigi wears. That's just... I'm still put, I'm still there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so one thing I found fascinating, and it's just... So during the, the light... What's it called? The... World of Light. World of Light. Um, <laughs> it's like about 60 hours worth of gameplay out of this bad boy. Mm. Uh, and throughout it, you have to unleash these spirits. And all this... And the spirits are like the side characters to all the games that are in the main roster. Mm. So what made me excited was it's like, all right, here is all the spirits... Metal Gear Solid. So there's Ocelot, there's Revolver Ocelot, oh, okay. there's fucking uh, Colonel Campbell, yeah. then there's like Otacon, then there's like two versions of Metal Gear. I'm like, that is deep shit. Mm. And then every game has that level of deep shit. I'm like, that's cool. That's rad. Like, there's a lot in this game, a lot deeper than I thought. I thought it was just like just the fighting. Yeah. But there's like a whole other system underneath it. Yeah. But yeah. Outside of that, this week's been pretty pretty chill. Like, I played wrestling for the stream this Wednesday, but I talk wrestling every week, so I'll tone that down. Um, but yeah, no, the, the, just, I, I, uh, I, in terms of the story, I lost my United States Championship to uh, Kevin Owens, I think. That's a respectable loss. Yeah, it was, it was worth like it. Because he played dirty, but that's Kevin Owens. That's what he does. Um, yeah. Do you like him? Like when you're watching it, he's been out for a while. He, he, he? got ja- he jacked both his knees, oh. and so he's been out for a That's very a long time. He, he, like, has he been out since before you started watching again? No, he he wrestled just around the Super Showdown, and then he got rejected after that. So shame. He's been out for a while. He was he was a good watch. Yeah, and uh, I fought Bobby Roode for a while. That was good. For um, yeah, I'm really I really enjoy that game. I really enjoy <laughs> wrestling <laughs> so much. <laughs> got TLC next seventeenth. Next yeah. weekend, uh, so no, it's, not a Monday, it's a, mon- it's a it? Monday yeah, for it's us, right. so it's like a week, just over a week, mm. just over a week, a week from when this goes out. Yeah, very excited. All the all the wrestling, but that's not what you came here to hear. You yeah, came. You, it's PlayStation podcast. We've talked wrestling and Nintendo so far, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I played some Red Dead this week. I think it's been a very very quiet week actually for games for me. Um, been very busy at work though. Instead, uh, so yeah, you can, you come here for the news where we tell you about the PlayStation PlayStation information that happened this week in a section we call Inform the Players. 
For most of the news this week is obviously from the Video Game Awards and the kind of funny showcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've only got a couple of things outside of that to talk about briefly. Uh, number one, Sony, Naughty Dog and Limited Run Games are collaborating to release physical PlayStation 4 versions of the original four Jack and Daxter games from the PS2. According to a post on the PlayStation blog, it appears that the PS4 physical releases will contain the PS2 classic versions of the games, which are currently available for download on the PS4. Jack and Daxter, the Precursor Legacy Jack 2, Jack 3, all received PlayStation 3 remasters, but doesn't appear at this time that the remasters will be part of the PS4 physical releases. So you're getting uh, the original, the games as they originally were, not the PS3 remasters. But that's kind of cool. People like Jack and Daxter. Yeah, they, people they like re- Naughty Dog. Like they released the Jack and Daxter set on the PSN a while ago. Yeah, I think when, if you pre-ordered Lost Legacy, you got one of them or yeah, something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sweet. I don't know. People, people like Jack, so I thought it was worth mentioning. Yeah, I'm not, I personally didn't play a lot of Jack and Daxter. Um, I played a lot. I played the first one a hell, a hell, hell of a lot. It was good. I really, yeah, it was It was good. I don't remember what I was <laughs> playing. I don't remember what I was playing on PS2 at the time, but it wasn't Jack and Daxter. Mm. I don't know. What was I it playing? wasn't Final Fantasy either. So it wasn't Final Fantasy. That's all that was on the PS2. Yeah, what the hell was I playing on the PS2? Sims and Run? Yeah, I played Sims and Run. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 <coughs> PC players. I didn't realise that when I put this news in, but <laughs> I mentioned it anyway. Hey, my can now on. get Black Ops 4 without zombies. <coughs> Activision Blizzard has announced Call of Duty Black Ops 4 Battle Edition, available on Battle.net, that features the multiplayer and blackout modes. For the limited time price of $30 US, players have the option to upgrade to zombies later if they want. So this is something that I find very interesting. Only in the idea that this is what Call of Duty should be doing. Mm. They should be piecemealing what they have. Mm. Now, granted, you obviously can buy the three-pack for X amount of dollars. Should I have the option? Yeah, because like I personally don't give two fucks about zombies. Mm. So but I would I'd, I would love just to buy... Um, the blackout and the, and the and the multiplayer. Like I never touch zombies. Where some of the some of the guys I work with only like, play zombies. They only and like yeah. he is like Brandon in particular. He is insanely good at zombies. Like I watch him. I'm like, you're on you're on you're about to hit round twenty eight. Yeah, I get to like round eight and it's like I'm I'm done. And he's also done all the story stuff in that zombie. Like he's unlocked all the cool weapons. I'm like. How? <laughs> so for him, he, if, he, if he could just buy zombies, because he doesn't like Blackout, he doesn't like Multiplayer, that would be perfect for him. So at the moment, that is PC only, but there is a very high chance that it'll spread to consoles. I would like to I see find, that come over. What I find interesting is basically that saying zombies alone is worth $30 US. Mm. Because it's $30 US, which is half price for Blackout and Multiplayer, and then it's an extra th- but 60 if you want it with zombies. So it's saying that zombies is worth... You know, half the asking price, mm. which to me is strange because I'm not a big fan of it, but maybe it is worth that. I don't know. I just found it, it the maybe, price break up interesting. Maybe it's one of those things like it's sixty dollars if you buy it, buy it clumped together, or if you buy three of them, mm. like thirty bucks a pop. But there's only two. No, what if they were to separate it later? Is what I'm saying. Oh. So that way, there's the incentive to buy the bundle. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but it's cool. It's a. Uh, I think more games should look at that kind of a thing mm. set up. <clears throat> and like it's something that everyone wanted to do for uh, Call of Duty for a while once they had the, the main campaign multiplayer people were like I don't play the campaign mm. so just you know and then that way they would still get money in for that campaign for those that want it. Yeah. And it would actually be a good way like hey we separated it and no one bought it. Yeah. Good way to get like, like the, that would that would have been yeah. a better way than just straight up removing it. Yeah. But then Personally. you also get like the people that would buy I don't know the campaign, but then see obviously multiplayer and it locked out, and that might the visual cue to like, oh maybe I should pick yeah. up the multiplayer. Oh, you know, it's I on really, my screen, but oh, it's I really enjoyed out. the campaign. Yeah, eh. maybe. Uh, and then the top selling games because everything else we're going to talk about <coughs> is from awards and stuff. Uh, starting number ten, Darksiders three. Number nine, NBA two K nineteen. Number eight, Rainbow Six Siege. Number seven, Battlefield five. Number six, Fallout seventy six. Number five, FIFA nineteen. Number four, Spyro trilogy. Number three, Black Ops four. Number two, Spider Man. And number one, Red Dead Redemption two. God of War's out. Oh, oh, oh! Interesting. 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 It'll come back. It's out thirty bucks at the moment. Yeah, it's part of Black Friday sales and stuff. <coughs> um, yeah, so there's the, no real surprises in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, that 76 is still in there. Still, still hanging in? Yeah. Um, Red Dead overtook Spider-Man again. Mm. Fuck that game. Mm. But then that. again, God of War has uh, been out since uh, March. April. 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 Uh, that's it for the news, Ryan, because most of the news is here in the section we call... No, where we have a chat to the players about the 2018 Video Game Awards and also the kind of funny show 
game showcase is that what they called it yeah kind, kind of, of fun, the kind of funny game showcase okay so <clears throat> quite a few announcements obviously so we'll get to them in a sec but let's just go through the winners of some of the major categories first before we jump in and before we jump in, let's just do a quick thoughts of what we, th- what we thought of the conference overall it was alright it was fun too much fluff I get I get what is trying to be done with it to make it this big event and you know all these different things happening but I don't know, for me, it's just get to the point. I just want to see, show me the announcements, show me the winners. I don't, all these ads for like, you know, did you know that vaping... Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of vape hate coming out of the game world. If you vape, you have a four times more chance to smoke a cigarette. That's bad. Don't do that. What, how, what? Because a lot of Twitch streamers vape, I guess. I assume. I don't know. It just seemed really out of place. Um, And yeah, just a lot of fluff. The pre-show is just like, why, why... the pre-show is just there for the sake of, like, I think, saying we have a pre-show. Like, I, I, I don't never see why un- that couldn't be I never into. understand pre-shows. I get it for, like, wrestling. You have the pre-show, you show all the lead-ups to the to the matches on the card, mm. and, you know, you have the analysts discuss things, and then when the actual card starts, it's like, all right, now we're on to the main show. Yeah. Because a pre-show is normally free. So, you know, people might watch it and go, oh, actually, no, I do want to watch the pay-per-view. This sounds cool, and I'll buy But for the, in this circumstance, it's like, why not just have it rolled into the main show? I don't... And like it's on as like the pre-show is normally a good way to to piss off a bunch of the shitty awards that no, I say shitty awards, but awards lower not, tier. no one really yeah the lower tier awards the people aren't as high up on. So and like, then if that's the case, why even have them as exactly? An award that's my point. With? And then in the in the pre-show, I think they had like two awards, and then mm. they just get like. <laughs> Jeff Keighley is fantastic, and I, I, I he's do. He's obviously very passionate. He's very passionate, and I, I think he truly loves what he does. He has, but from this, he has a lot of fucking connections. Yeah, I do genuinely think you need to get somebody else into host. Nothing against him. It was just more of a like you know that he can see that he's ticking over what's next, what's next, what's next. Because yeah. anytime someone would come up, he's like, "Hey, you were here to talk about your new game," and then kind and of that, awkwardly, and stare. then he goes, "Now fuck off!" <laughs> yeah. And like the guy's trying. But he to, doesn't even say that. Though. No, he just turns to the camera and goes and next and the other person's just like like this like the other guy's still halfway through a sentence and you know, yeah. you've given them 30 seconds to say something and like i understand but for him it's all about pushing forward mm. where if, if there was a, a host there who would still have someone in his ear going hurry up, it, up. it would be a little bit different on, on that i think he's too <coughs> in the weeds to host it i found it strange mm. when the game of the year winners were giving their speech that they were being told to wrap it up like you're on twitch like what why is there a i get having you know, you want to keep, se- you know, segments and all that so long, but the game of the year is your crowning achievement, but, like, you're telling him to wrap it up, but you're on Twitch, you can go as long as you fucking want. I don't... Hall. Hall higher. Things. Whatever. I mean, uh, that was, yeah. That's your crowning achievement, you're telling him to hurry up and get off the stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was a little bit meh. Uh, I just, I was playing Pokemon while I was watching it, I was just kind of in and out. I, I, had, mean, a mad, I had a mad headache, so I was slightly going... I mean, I did go and take a piss it. and came back <clears throat> to some furry on the stage talking about Sonic. But everyone seemed really into it, so I didn't really know what he said. It was apparently something really cool. It was weird. Sonic like, Fox or something. Yeah, like so, that. Like, it was only weird because I was so unexpected for me. Yeah. Like, I haven't, like, I'm a big fan of you do whatever the fuck you want. As long as it doesn't hurt anybody else, you do what you want. Mm. But, like, when he, when he comes out and he's like, you know, I'm gay, I'm black, I'm a furry, everything Republican hates, I'm like, there's your line. You stepped over it. <laughs> Kept If you went back one step, didn't bust out that political stuff mm. I would have 100% been like fuck yeah this guy yeah uh, um, but yeah I mean but yeah it, it was it apparently was okay. he's huge apparently he's huge yeah. I have no idea who he is yeah, apparently I mean, he's huge um, that's like like whenever in the, another side note we'll get to it in a, in a minute I don't think you've put it on there no you haven't because yeah so for content creator it went to unsurprisingly ninja yeah and then everyone else, I have no idea who they are, and they're all Fortnite streamers. That personally kind of disgusts me a little bit. Not not the fact that it's Fortnite. The more the more of the idea is just content creator. Mm. Like there are exceptional exceptional content creators on the likes of YouTube. You know, well, kind of should, like kind of funny. There should be a category, you know, streamer mm. and content. Creator, exactly, and I totally. Uh, that's what I think because like some people like you know I'm thinking of some people that I've watched like Yong Yi. Uh, I don't like it. No, I'm, I'm list listing names here. Like then there's the guy from Skill Up who was an Aussie who's fantastic. Yeah. Angry Joe, like these people, Big Jim, like these people, like yo, but Jim Sterling, yeah, all these people that make exceptional video game content. Yeah, and they get dick. Yeah. Like what happened to the um that influencer award that Greg won? I don't know. Is that the content creator one now? 
Well, no, because that award Trending isn't, gamer, that award yeah. isn't for content creators, really. It, mm. The influencer was who's big in the industry. It was like, like, the trending gamer was what it yeah, was. Yeah, I don't know. <coughs> like, but I, ha- I understand Ninja's the... also a fucking wanker. Oh, yeah. Have you seen any of the videos? No, nah, I don't care for really? him. Really? No, no, no. There's, there's videos of you know, Ninja saying, like, don't be a bully, and then it cuts to clips of him screaming at like eight-year-olds through Fortnite and PUBG. So it's like, oh, I don't like you at all. No. See, and like... I understand that streaming is incredibly important and Fortnite is incredibly important because, like, every fucking jerk made some quip about Fortnite. 200 million players. That's insane. That's, that's nothing to laugh at. Just because no. it's one of those things, like, just because I don't understand it, it's No, fine. I mean, I can appreciate, <coughs> like, it really is that Minecraft cultural phenomenon of mm. now. And that's cool. Like, it's cool to see. But there also is a point where it's like, I just don't really want to hear about it anymore yeah but that's because we are so deep in it though like yeah. that's kind of, well, not in Fortnite, but in in, in the game so mm. i i do think they missed a, a shot there to recognize some incredible content creators that genuinely like I'm not saying us because we are fucking not there we are not there in any sense of the word oh. there goes my confidence <laughs> i mean like when you compare to the big saying. dudes like shit oh yeah and as i can find out so with australia in australia we have the, the dash game awards mm. um which so we, we we almost got into the noms we were one vote off getting in because I, I got a dash who runs them is a buddy of mine and he's like hey you know like after we announced the winner which was had the house of mario so congratulations to Drewby and the boys um yeah when he, and he was like you know guys were one nom off right yeah. i'm like what well, where are those numbers <laughs> yeah, yeah where, <laughs> where are the where come <laughs> watch the show you just <laughs> But no, we could have almost been nominated for the best podcast in the yeah. Dash Community Awards. Oh. Wouldn't that have been amazing? Mm. Whew. Oh, man, I would have had like this big rock hard like ego for a while. But anyways, you already do. more content. I do. More content creator, like genuine content creators in that would have been fantastic. But yeah. As for category, <clears throat> we'll go through the categories. Oh, side note. Why do you bring all these random ass celebrities in? Hey, here's Jonah Hill. Here's Christoph Waltz. Here's Doofin Panic at the Disco. I'm like, who? What? Why not? I, I liked mean, it. I do, I do feel like <clears throat> the Rusto brothers just didn't need to be there. Yes, yeah, granted, because, I, haven't, I haven't actually finished Game Awards. Well, because by having them there, I mean, there's a certain point of like, you know, don't believe rumours and don't get your hopes up and all that. But it's also like, if you're bringing in the Russo brothers... The, so the, for those that don't know, these are the directors the guys, of the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a given that they're, they're coming because you, they have something to say. Mm-hmm. And of course they didn't. And the next day, the Avengers trailer drops. That would have been cool if they were like, "And here it is," or something. Oh, that oh. would have been pretty cool. It just seemed like it seemed weird to have them there. Mm. Um, and yeah, I messaged my daughter that Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco was doing one because she's, oh, you know, teen girl all over Brendan. <coughs> yeah. She thought that was really cool because he came out. I was like, "No way, that's weird." <laughs> yes, <it's- laughs> and then they kind of awkwardly stand off to the side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Christoph Waltz. I'm like, that's a legit Oscar winning uh, yeah. actor right there. Yeah. <clears throat> he uh he prefers PC. Mm. Yeah, I, I did, actually found that. I that's fun. a good, good giggle. I did Wait, like and that. snarky comment about aim assist. Because Christoph like, Waltz oh, is very he's good. He's yeah. real good. No. But um He was into it. Well you apparently your son blew his blew his load when uh Jack came, came out. out. Yeah. He looked weird without his green hair. He hasn't had it for a while. Yeah, I've only known him as the no, green okay. hair though. No, anyway, yeah, green and blue and all that shit. Anyway, Boards. Uh, best performance <coughs> went to Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan for Red Dead Two. I can't comment on that. Uh, it's good. Like once again, I've not finished it though, so apparently there's a big turn later on that really kind of brings his character in and yeah. like really shows off his incredible performance. Mm-hmm. He I'm seemed not, like a cool dude. I'm not there yet, and he's, yeah, his speech was rad. Yeah. Like he was really good. Um, I, so in that, in that for that reason I think it's valid I think what I've seen of him so far and how he delivers himself is exceptional mm-hmm. um, having finished God of War though yeah. I would have much preferred Christopher Judge mm. well, a lot man. of people are saying that there was no range in Christopher Judge's performance but I disagree I think it was the uh, see I, I think, mean the, his <clears throat> delivery was always kind of eh, but it was also paired the with visual the visual performance the, was mm. you know or even just the, the tilting of the head and the blinking like just the you know, even just the uh, the opening moment of like on against that tree, like that subtle, just like yeah, it's the subtleties that what delivered an exceptional performance there, and I mm. think that's what should have been. He looked dapper. He on looked stage. He rad. So I don't good. know what the fuck that suit was, but it was on point. <laughs> yeah, and that and the hair, because I'm used to yeah. I'm used to seeing him bald from like Stargate. I'm like, where'd this all happen? <laughs> Mind you, Stargate was like a decade ago. 
<laughs> the, the kid who played the Trace was good too. He, he was seemed pretty too. comfy on stage. So they as well. came, they actually came up and presented an award, and <laughs> it was very interesting. Read the line, boy. Read the line, boy. I'm like, <laughs> oh, 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 he said the thing. <laughs> it's like the Simpsons skit where it's like Bart's in the center. You know, say the line, Bart. <laughs> Boy, hey! <laughs> exactly. I was like, in, even in my headache-induced stupor, I was like, oh. uh, best indie game went to Celeste. Unsurprisingly, very well deserved. If an indie game gets nominated for Game of the Year, it makes perfect sense for it to win best yeah, indie. For sure. If it yeah. didn't, that'd be a bag of dicks. Yeah, it would be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. So uh, credit to you know. So although we know it doesn't get the the, the big old award, spoilers. Um, but I know Buddy Watson would be incredibly stoked yeah. on uh, that. He's a big fan. Yeah. And it got a lot of cheers too. I like to gauge like how, how the crowd, like how the crowds <clears throat> react. We know <clears throat> God of War, yay! You know Celeste, and it got really yeah. good. Uh, and I, and I did really enjoy because uh, it's made by Mad, Matt Makes Games. So mm. Matt came yeah. up and gave an, a very awesome little yeah. speech about Celeste. They were very good speeches, and then really awkward speeches. Like just really, oh, just get off the stage. <clears throat> uh, best score slash music went to Red Dead Two. Now initially I was <clears throat> like, fuck off. Because for some reason I really dislike this game. I haven't played it. I don't know why. I just I think I just need to, to get, get it. It's the same reason that I that I never saw Frozen because mm. everyone fucking yeah. loved Frozen. I'm like now, you would really enjoy it. I'm like Fuck initially it. I was like no nah, that's dumb. But when the orchestra performed a song out of it, I was like this is really fucking good. Yeah, this is incredible music right here. So then I was. Cu- Afterwards, I kind of come. I was like, if that's what the game is like, if there are tracks like that all throughout yeah, the game, then I was like, okay, yeah, no, I, I get it. Now. <clears throat> so the, the big difference compared to like, uh, like Spider Man, right? So Spider Man had that big, big swell of music as you swing through, mm. <clears throat> swing through the um, Manhattan. The difference with Red Dead Redemption is its music's there, it's not, but it's not always there. It's, it's always under the surface. Mm. So sometimes you'll just be riding through. Um, this big open plane with nothing just the sound of your horse and you hear this really kind of faint music underneath that really sets the tone once you Emotion. like if you yeah like if you when you scan the scan like the the horizon it's like and there it is and kind of lingers and it's beautiful so now having said all that as like, I visually <coughs> explained I don't remember who the nominees were but God of War was in there I'm like that had a good Spooky soundtrack but when I think back to it I can't actually think of any tunes from the I game. remember the, the the title track song I don't think I ever turned it off. So I don't think I ever saw the title screen <laughs> after after the initial. And so, because I would, you know what I mean. Like thinking back to it, I don't, I can't. Yeah. But when I think back to like Persona Five, like every song, I'm like, I've all these tracks are in my head because it's so good. Yeah. Like the the, the opening was it was that real kind of like that, ooh, a real like guttural like throat singing almost. Mm. It was really good. Uh, best ongoing game Fortnite. No surprise. It's deserved. They're doing a lot. Yeah, they, yeah. And the guy, I forget his name, the guy that came up to accept the award, he had a really good speech as well. Mm. Who, I think the Russo brothers announced him as the winner. Oh, sweet. Because he comes up and he's like, the Russo brothers. Yeah. He's like, he was starstruck. He's like, the yeah. Russo yeah. brothers. Had, like, that's what thing when someone walked up and it's like, hey, here's Christoph Waltz. I'm like, why is no one going, that's Christoph Waltz? Yeah. Well, he did it for the Russo, and he, he had a, actually had a very, very good speech. Excellent. And I kind of, I was like, because I was like, yeah, Fortnite. But I was listening, I'm like, this guy really fucking cares about what they're doing over there. So that was cool. Uh, best narrative was Red Dead 2. You have, a, you have a stance on this. My stance is, not everyone's going to agree with this, but I don't think an open world game can have a best narrative. Mm-hmm. Because the way you experience that, ev- the way everyone experiences that narrative, I think, is very different. In because you, you know, the problem with open world games and the narrative, while they can have a good one, like that's not what I'm saying, but to me anyway, they get very disjointed because you're like, you know, you're meant to have this sense of urgency to do things, but then it's like I'm gonna go fish and fuck around for 17 hours before I go do the next story mission, and it's like, well, it's not really. Do you see what I'm getting? I don't really yeah. know how to put it into words. I completely agree with you. Most games that makes perfect sense. In Red Dead, because of the situation, because of I the West, I haven't played Red yeah. Dead, so because of the Western world that it's in, everything's slow and lumbering anyway. Mm. So, if, so there's even missions that's like, hey, we need to get this for this mission, and we need to go get it now. If you choose not to do that mission, which I did, I was like, fuck it, I won't do that. Mm. Then when that time, like that mission, just solves itself. Okay. As in, so it was, I was there was a mission where I had to go get some barrels of oil to use to blow up a train, um, and I was with John Marston. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go get them. You come with. We'll, we'll, I'm gonna need your help." 
I forget to do it. I go do something else. He goes, that does it himself. Yeah, and then I do the next mission. He's like, hey, man, I've got them, but where the fuck were you? Okay. That's cool. I like that. So, like, the way that, like, the way, because there isn't that urgency, because mm. what's happened is at the beginning of the game, you've just escaped this massive shootout at Blackwater. So you, as, a, as, your, as your posse, as your team, you need to lie low. So you're not running off doing... Like, you do crazy big things, but initially you're not doing big shit. You're not robbing trains. You're not, you, you do rob a train, but it takes a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, so you are... It's actually benefiting you to not do urgency stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot, a lot of the stories kind of weave together yeah. in a really nice nice fashion. Like, I, you know, I, I do think the narrative overall of, like, because you know, I'm a big hard-on for God of War, was kind of better in the way that it structured the idea of there is zero urgency. Mm. you just go at it and it made sense and it works because like, God of War technically is con- it, it's not full open world but it's not linear at the same time yeah. but everything you do it's for open world everything you do anywhere all has some kind of bearing on the main narrative it all links in nothing is pointless side stuff it's yeah. all there to kind of make the world a bit bigger um, which I thought was just very well done and the narrative just felt so personal that yeah, that there there was such a heart in that story. It was such a powerful story. Like, granted, Red Dead may have that. I haven't finished it yet. But like, it's just something. Yeah, as you said, like you can feel what Corey and the team wanted to say mm. in this. Like, you can feel the genuineness, the heart, the the emotion, the raw emotion. Mm. And it, the way the way the main plot was structured leads it to not be urgent. Like, you you don't feel like, you know, someone's waiting on you all the time because you want to go rescue a dwarf that's been turned into a dragon somewhere because the narrative just isn't pushing you forward. It's Mm. like, you have to go do this now. You know, the world's going to end like Breath of the Wild. Like, Ganondorf's fucking up Zelda in the castle and you spend 200 hours just like... Getting Korok seeds. Getting Korok seeds and doing shrines. And it's like, no, there's urgency. This this is bad. you got to go fix it. Nah, it's all good, man. Um, Same problem with Skyrim's I've had as well. I will eventually get to Red Dead 2. I'm going to play. Like, I know your thing is like, I'll get it when it's like 30 bucks. That shit ain't going down. With the amount of awards it's received here, plus uh, just the fact that, like, God of War, it's not, sorry, um, Grand Theft Auto mm. still hasn't gone down oh, after it, all you these get years. You for 47 bucks sometimes. Mm. Pre-owned. Um, for my, my birthday's 1st of Feb, so maybe I'll ask for it from the folks for then. Because... Christmas I'm asked for Smash Uh, best RPG was Monster Hunter World now this is interesting because it won best RPG but most of the community of Monster Hunter World doesn't feel like it deserves that (laughs) 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 having said that I think it's deserved like it brought the franchise over in a very big way to the western audience they're still doing free updates you know nearly a year later Mm. they're always doing things with it I think it was well deserved uh, God of War got best action adventure game. Damn right, dude. It, it deserves that. Uh, best action game was Dead Cells. See, this is so surprising. Well done to the the team at uh, Twin Motion. Motion Twin. Motion Twin. Mm. Um, yeah, because like they were on the lines like Call of Duty and yeah. a bunch of other biggies. Yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. I think Destiny Two Forsaken was in yeah, that category as well. Um, so that's cool. I like seeing indie games kind of every now and then just push the big guys down mm. but Dead Souls is an exceptional game it, is. it deserved it and game of the year it's God of War yeah now, it is I get that axe down boy <laughs> about halfway through uh, <clears throat> after Red Dead won three awards minimum I think it was like- they won more but three that I've listed here anyway um I think I said in the chat, I may as well just turn it off now. We yeah, all know it pretty much came win. the Red Dead Redemption Game of the Redemption Awards yeah there it is <laughs> uh, so I was ready I was kind of ready to turn it off by that point I'm like we all know who's going to get it now what's interesting is that God of War because this is all by popular vote right uh, it's a mix between it's about 80-90% the judges uh, okay. uh, and then 10% from the popular yeah. vote because you know God of War being an exclusive on the one platform whereas Red Dead is multi-plat you, you know Red Dead has, has, prob- has reached more people than God of War ever can probably I think it did its opening weekend um so it was a really nice surprise. Yeah. And I'm always down for seeing Corey. And Corey won things. Best Director, didn't he? Maybe. Have a look. No, he did. Yes. Yeah. I think I... Yeah. 
Let's check that. Because, like, it's one of those things. In, in, in the terms of the Oscars, it's very weird for whoever wins Best Director to not to not win the, the movie of the, you know, the, the fucking... Was it Best Movie of the Year thing? Uh, I'm it up. I'm just pulling things up now. Um, but I'm always down for seeing Corey Chad on stage. He seems like such yeah, a genuine so dude. We <laughs> last week, funny enough, we tweeted. I just tweeted out on on our on our twi- on the Popsy Twitter, just saying that we are proud to announce that God of War is our personal game of the year. And we've chucked in a couple of quotes in there that we thought what we thought. One of them being, um, you know, that you think you, that you said it was something truly special. Uh, the director even a category? Best game direction, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there it is. Best game direction. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, uh, you know, I mentioned that, as I said last week, that this game shows a, a maturity and a growth in Sony Santa Monica and in me personally. And both Sony Santa Monica and Corey both, you know, responded to it with very kind words and also shared it amongst. You were themselves. sucking that dick. I, but no, it was more you of know, a. You were genuinely sucking. Genuine that dick. like that was not that was not the goal. We had no intention. That was not an obligatory suck. No, that, that was, was like, like I really want to suck this. The, like it was it was just me going this weep very rarely like last year we did last year we had very different games of the years you know mine was Wolfenstein and I think yours was Persona, Persona. Yeah. so it was very cool to have us come together and agree and then promote that that's the big thing mm. for me and then having them uh, un- like go like yeah no, thank you and then, then they yeah. shared and then it fucking blew up on Twitter which was and I was like oh. it was one of those it was one of those validating moments of we fucking said some shit and people yeah. resonate <laughs> with that shit and it's good they and of course, there were quite a fair few uh, new world premiere. Fuck, I got sick of hearing that. Mm. I, get, I get that you want to push it, but uh, I got sick of hearing it. Anyway, there were a lot of announcements too. Uh, so Supergiant Games, makers of Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre. New title is called Hades. Looks very cool. You can play it now in early access just on Steam. Uh, Ubisoft, Far Cry New Dawn, coming out the 15th of Feb. Yeah, so I, I actually knew a little bit about this before it dropped. I had a friend of mine spill some beans. It was like about like four hours before. It wasn't very okay. crazy. But <laughs> he was like, oh, man, it's going to be really rad and bleh. I'm like, that hasn't been announced yet. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, don't tell anyone. I, I, I couldn't get into Far Cry 5. It uh, felt too big. Yeah. To me, it felt too big. It was a little bit. Like, it was a little bit too chaotic. And, like, the and the, it was the same issue that I had with uh, Far Cry 2 is that every time you do something, there's always some fuckhole there trying mm. to shoot you. Like, you can't yeah. walk down the road. Yeah. You can't walk in the paddock. Um, and where this game goes, mad spoilers for the game. So, at the end of Fallout 5, nukes drop and blow mm. out the whole county and a bunch of yeah. the country. And this is a, essentially that. Like after What's the that, area that they're... Hope, Hope County. County? Fallout Hope County. Yeah, yeah it also has a Fallout... Uh, it's almost like Fallout Hope County Rage 2. <laughs> uh, but mm. releasing it in Feb is weird because Feb is fucking stacked already. Yeah, and it's just before. so. I, it is cheap. It, uh, so, it's $40 US. It's not a full price title. I think they're doing what they did with Primal because you know how Primal was built on what for, uh, Far Cry 4 was? So, it's it's an expansion but not really an expansion yeah. where I think this is in the same vote. Like, it's kind of like... Uh, sorry, um, not vote, but you know what I mean. Um, in the same vein of like... Vain, thank you. Of, 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 of Blood Dragon. Mm. Yeah, Blood Dragon was yeah, like for Far Cry standalone, 3. Standalone, Far Cry 3. Yeah, so it's kind of like, hey, we've literally just used everything we had available to us Far Cry 5 to build this. Which is okay thing. for Ubisoft to do, but when Bethesda does it for Fallout, let's just shit all over them. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Studio Wildcard, the makers of Ark, announced Atlas, a piratey Yeah, MMO, it looks like a gnarlier version of uh, Sea of Thieves. Which is out in like oh, four days from... from so, uh, apparently, they've said they can have 40,000 people Oh, this was the key thing. So it's like 120 times bigger than the map of Ark with yeah. 40,000 people playing on the one map. Yeah. That's which means everything's running on a server, yeah. which means that shit will crash. <laughs> like all It the- looked cool, though. Yeah. You, you were meh on it. I watched no, that no, no. I was, like, that I was meh cool. on it because Studio Wildcard, although I enjoyed Ark, what I played, man, no, that game is still still so poorly optimized mm. like the, the ambition is there but i'm like that's gonna fucking now, fall is studio wildcard big enough to do arc in this at the same time now uh, or is arc just gonna get flicked to the side i, I think i'm not gonna play it but they it just re- cool. they just released a massive update for arc so i think it's not dying anytime soon mm. um and i mean like you know, our friend jess mm. the rocker mummy mm. you know she's 
She loves the Mad art. Mad She's So she plays that like weekly on a Tuesday. Rock on me. True Shot TV says Rock on me. I'm going to um, save this one for later because yeah. that's a big one I want to talk about. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, 23rd of April. The trailer was cool except the music. Apparently the music, music was bite. The music I haven't seen, ruined so the trailer we've, for me. We've now gone past when I stopped watching. Oh, okay. Because it's like 11.30, I went to bed. Yeah right. I have seen all. The, I've seen most of the trailers. Mm. I haven't seen the Mortal Kombat one. It was a good trailer. Visually, it was a good trailer. Very Mortal Kombat-y. Mm. Very, very gory. Bloody. Which is strange that they just kind of showed it because I imagine there are a lot of kids watching it as well. Maybe I don't know. Uh, at the start, there's very clear disclaimer. There's like oh, is there? I must stuff, have missed so. that. Um, but yeah, it was the creator of Mortal Kombat who announced it. Uh, Ed Boon. Yeah, he came up to do an uh to give out an award. Mm. And then instead of showing the nominees for the award after he said who the nominees are, they dropped the trailer for Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> and he's like, oh, whoa, why did that play? <laughs> Actually show the actual proper video now. Uh, so it was a cool cool reveal. It, it was very cool. Uh, Bethesda gave a release date for Rage 2, the 14th of May. Now, initially, I couldn't... I didn't care about this game, but the more I see, the more I'm like, this looks really cool. Having played it at PAX, I'm like, yeah. yup. Joel said the same thing. Give me the... Like, it, it's this bright, colourful world which we don't see all that often, but it's because it's built with Avalanche and id, it has that beautiful id shooting. Mm. Like, it's that really tight, heavy gunfire gun the way you use it. Does it at all? Not really. No? Because that's the kind of comparison. It feels like colourful doom. Okay. That's, that's fucking rad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't care much initially, but the more I see, the more I'm like, yep, this looks actually really, really good. Uh, and it's releasing at a time, a quieter time too. I like to. Yeah, so a little, a little, a little bit after the after yeah. the hype. Now I don't know how it will go after Far Cry having the same very same similar visual aesthetic. It's a three month difference. I've been, Far Cry yeah, I think there's enough time in there yeah. to sort of separate the two. But it's very interesting that they've taken. Well, it's very interesting. Is kind of not the word. It's kind. Of, it's very jarring mm. that Ubisoft have taken the almost pulled it from from rage mm. and pulled it ahead yeah very very cool stuff dicks uh <laughs> bioware gave out a teaser for dragon age with the hashtag the dreadwolf rises uh you're a big dragon age dude that gets you i'm wet. not a big dragon age dude you're i enjoyed inquisition i never finished it though oh. it was just it was too big but i liked it apparently the the, vo- puts in. the voiceover in the trailer was a character from inquisition who later became the Dread Wolf, I think. So for people that like ride into Dragon Age, it'll be like, whoa! But it does seem weird to kind of announce it when they should be all, all guns, mm. all guns blazing on Anthem at the moment. So I, I think know. I think people people are expecting something uh, from Bioware. Obviously, they they people know that Anthem's coming, but people want Dragon yeah. Age. It was, like, it was announced recently that there was something in the Dragon Age mythos coming. They said about two weeks ago we've got something to say. Oh, was that was that recent as well? Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Pre- I think it was that recent. Um, yeah, <laughs> and we're getting Persona Five in Smash. <laughs> I had I cried tears of joy, man. It was fucking crazy. It was so unexpected. Like the lights go out. I, you haven't seen it, have you? I've seen the trailer. Seen the trailer. Like the lights go out, and Jeff Keeler's like, "Oh, what? Hey!" And it's like, "Yeah, okay, I get what you're going for here." Boy. And then in your know, Persona Five, it's like, "Hey, I've infiltrated the theater." It's like, "What are you doing there?" It's like. Have you st- are you going to steal the treasure? We're not stealing anything. In fact, we've been invited. It's like the best track from the house. It's like, this is fucking perfect. It was so out of left field. I went down the YouTube hole of watching people's reactions who were like really excited too. It's because it was just so unexpected. Because Persona isn't on Nintendo. No, it's, get, it's exclusively the, a PlayStation. Yeah, outside of Megami. Persona Q. Yeah, the spin-off games are there. Yeah. Um, but you know, because Nintendo gets Shin Megami Tensei and Persona is like... So, whether that opens the door for Persona 5 to come to Switch, that'd be pretty cool. Mm, uh, um, Persona 5 Ruby? I've heard mm. people, people call it for a very but long time. But Smash has always kind of had very cool out-of-left-field announcements, like when Snake was announced, when Cloud was announced from Final Fantasy, and it's, this just adds it to that backlog of crazy Smash reactions, like unexpected things. And Because apparently, uh, who's the guy that made... That made develop Smash. Yeah. I forget his name. Me too. It's gone. He wasn't allowed. To, uh, Nintendo chose who he can have, and he had to pick four out of them. So it wasn't just him being like, "I really like Persona. I want to get him." It's Nintendo were like, "You can. We can get you 
Persona 5 if mm. you want Persona 5 and he's like yep because <laughs> it's just it's just really unexpected and yeah. it, was, it was a very very cool moment like what what I'm what I'm interested in yeah the same thing as you like will this then bring it to mm. to Switch or is it, are we getting to a point now where Nintendo are willing to reach external to mm. external Nintendo then, platform because uh, Reggie was having a chat after he's like I told you we'd get everyone I told it. No one, no one is safe. So, and this really is like, if you can get this, who else can you get? Like everyone wants Sora sh- from Kingdom Hearts. Is I a big one. Fuck about that. <laughs> but yeah, it shows the reach that they kind of have with this now, where they can almost seemingly get anyone they fucking want. Like, are we gonna get Kratos in Smash? Chief, in yeah, Master Chief. Chief. Like, no, we can finally see Master Chief Mario and Kratos punch on. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was a very, very cool announcement. Um, but the big one that everyone's very, very excited for. I'm very excited for. I think we need to pull the hype back a little bit, though. Mm. Obsidian's new title, The Outer World. Worlds? World. <laughs> game looks rad. The game oh. looks really rad. Now, this is obviously... They were, this game was in development before the Microsoft acquisition, so it is still multi-platform. It's being published by t- uh, 2K or Take-Two? Uh, a subsidiary two. of Take-Two. Yeah. Uh, no, 2K. My bad. It is 2K. Yeah. Which is um, part of Take-Two. 2K. It is still multi-platform, and but I'd imagine this will be their last multi-platform title before whatever they do next is going to be Microsoft exclusive. Mm. So and my understanding from the trailer is, so it is the story of it is you are on the outer edges of the universe, mm. and it used to be all nothing, but now it's full of corporations and branding and big pump and cities and stuff. It look initially I. I said it looks very like Fallout, Borderlands, and Bioshock, and the internet's pretty much reaffirmed that everyone is going. This looks like a mix of this and that, like Bioshock, Borderlands, yeah. and it really does. It even has vats. Well, because people wanted, people wanting Bioshock for forever, mm. uh, and in terms of what what's expected to come out of two K, people want Bioshock, people want Borderlands three to finally be announced, mm. and we, you know, with the with knowing that a two K game was on its way. Or a 2k owned game was coming in some way that people think he was gonna be one of the two and i think this is actually a better announcement yeah, than either this is a very them. good surprise obsidian as far as i'm concerned always deliver they did they did kotor whoops was it kotor they did star wars I game? So. um they obviously did fallout new vegas <coughs> they did south park stick of truth they did pillars of eternity which is also very popular like they are a good solid studio damn good rpgs and 15 minutes of gameplay is now out as well on, I think, GameSpot or Game Informer's Game YouTube Spot. channel. Yeah. Um, and yet, like, they have their version of VATS back in this. It's more like a bullet time, mm. but it is like slow down time as you, you know, do things. It looks cool. The dialogue, there's all, and in in the dialogue trees, which are pretty much ripped straight out of Fallout New Vegas in terms of layout, there's always a dumb option, mm. like where you just want to like just be a stupid dickhead. <laughs> and they're like, we wanted to keep the humour there, so like, you, you're talking to some guy, it's like, do you want to dance? It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to have a very good sense of humour. Yeah. The world looks really cool. Um, they're a great developer and this is this is the thing that everyone's talking about coming out of it but and obviously it has to that it has to have something exceptional about it because I imagine this is what got Microsoft to pick them up yeah so something in this is they're like this is so good that we need to have you on Mm. us and it is also made by the obviously the, the team some of the team that made New Vegas, but also the people that originally made Fallout 1 and 2. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, look at that in the trailer. Oh, suck on that, Bethesda. And like, Why wouldn't they advertise it? That's exactly what they did. Yeah, it's like every time you watch a movie, it's like from the from the producers of, fuck, whatever that movie was. Mm. They're like, oh, I like that movie. Maybe it's the same, but no. <laughs> yeah. But everyone's it's taking, just getting the everyone's taking those, those words as digs at Bethesda, which all of a sudden everyone wants to see Bethesda go under now. Like, this is really bad for them, actually, yeah. at the moment, which is kind of sad. Um, but anyway, okay. So w- before we jump into that, so what 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 do you think this means moving f- like moving forward for them with Starfield and Elder Scrolls? Like this hype, this I, negative hype that's going on. I'm re- pretty confident that they know exactly where they sit. They mm. know where they are in the public eye, and I'm sh- 
I'm confident that they're smart enough to know what they yeah. need to do. I agree. Like, I agree and disagree with you. That I think when Fallout Four dropped, they had no idea what they were mm. they were in for. Mm. Like they, I think they worked in very heavy isolation for that one. So when they dropped Fallout Four and then went, "Hey, like look at The Witcher, holy fuck!" Yeah. And like, and I I do think they they're smart enough to know what Fallout Seventy Six is. So I I think Fallout Seventy Six is a stopgap. Mm. it's a stopgap between now and Starfield because Starfield would have been like what four years away mm. so they're like well let's give them something in the middle that can A bring some minor revenue in and can kind of fill the void because in that time like although Todd Howard has stated that they you know we're using the same engine doesn't mean they're over, it can mean they overhaul that engine Call like, of they Duty need that time is using the same engine from 1999 yeah look what they can so do so when people say you know Bethesda's engine is old too old fuck on that because Activision is still using a 20-year-old engine for their mm. current games. Um, now, the, en- the engine might be buggy and maybe a bit shit, but you, c- you can turn that around. Yeah. Like, don't, like when the, the big misconception is people think that they've been using the exact same engine. Like, no, no. Every time they've pumped it and they've increased it... And, and, and it it's, gets iterated it's on. It's iterated on. So, it, it would it's technically be like creation engine version 11 or something, mm. but it's still the same core. Yeah. And, like, no. same as, same no, as yeah, Activision. They're so, not stupid. Yeah. So, what, whatever's happening at the moment with them, they they know where they sit, exactly what they need to do, where they need to go, and I, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I'm I'm certainly tempered moving into like into what Starfield is. I was never is. hyped for Starfield. I don't give. A I fuck know what it is. I don't really give a shit. There's, there's too much vagueness. No it's one a, really knows space. what it is. I'm, I'm, is. Is it Fallout in space? Maybe. I don't know, but I don't really yeah. care. I'm not even really that hot for the next Elder Scrolls. I'm personally that. concerned that this negative hype will just blow out into whatever they do next. So Ooh. people will, people, the internet, the internet remembers. Doesn't they always forget. They forget all the time, but they always remember. Mm. It makes no sense. Double negative. They forget, but they never forgive. Yes, exactly. They forget, <laughs> but they never forgive. So, like in time, like it'll be six years from now, they'll be like, "Hey, here's Starfield," and they're like, "That looks amazing." Before that, seventy sticks okay. was garbage. Remember that game you put out. A decade ago, that wasn't that good. Mm. Yeah, and then, like, that? that's my concern. Like they're gonna, they're gonna be stuck with this shit forever. Hey, there's one na- announcement that I noticed you forgot to put on there. What's that? The Crash Team Racing remake. Oh, yeah. Oh, because I didn't care really. <gasps> I don't really care either. I'm gonna play it though. Ah, oh, uh, people are excited for it, but it's not made by Toys for Bob or anything. It's Beanox. Who's that? So what? So okay. So Activision own a bunch of different studios. So um, they had Vicarious Visions work on the original, the, so the Crash and uh, Insane trilogy. Then they had uh, Toys for Bob work on um, Spyro. And they got mm-hmm. Beanox. So Beanox used to do the old Spider-Man games, I think. Okay. So they are like so they're, they're still working within the house of Activision, which is interesting. But so I keep saying interesting, but what it's 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 intriguing. However, what that makes me wonder is what are Vicarious Visions doing? I just don't really care about all these remasters, to be honest. Yeah, you're, Crash you're, you're Crash was back. disappointing for me. I don't give a fuck about Spyro. I'm not really fast on Crash Team Racing. I like the idea of Crash Team Racing more than I think the actual game itself. I, you know, it's kind of nice to, for them to sort of do some of these remakey things um, in terms of the fan service, but also. Well, who's do doing something else? Uh, ooh, they did say, but it's not an activate. Like it's 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 someone licensed because that that is still a, a, a Sony owned property, mm. unlike Acti- unlike Crash, which is Activision. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was a cool trailer. It was unexpected. Yeah. Also expected. Because, every, because like two days before everyone's like... That guy in the crash suit looks so sad. With oh, his he was life. very happy. Yeah. <laughs> he looks so... Why am I here? <laughs> How did I get to this point in life? But then there was also the kind of funny game showcase. I haven't watched it. Did you watch it? Yeah, I've watched about 75% of it at this point. Um, I did have... I was going to watch all of it. And then you're like, hey, I'll be over in 20 minutes. I'm like, uh, okay. I did say morning yesterday. Yeah, you didn't give me time. You didn't give me time. I got lost in time. So I was watching it there. Uh, there are some cool things coming out of there. One in particular that interests me is the one from SMG Studios, the guys behind Death Squared. Mm. Um, they've got their new uh, project called Moving Out. I think it's Moving Out. Yeah. Is you are a uh, moving organ- moving organization called Fart, which made me giggle, and you just have to like it's moving assorted shit from A to B. Okay. So there's like you know you're trying to move a couch over across a highway, and then someone's got a dead giraffe you need to get rid of. So you're like dragging this big old dead giraffe. <laughs> um, no, these guys look like I, I yeah. For well, us, for me personally, I want to play the shit out of that one. 
Well, because Epic Games have now have their own digital store. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of games going exclusively to there. Uh, the new Super Meat Boy is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, which, which also which uh, got a release window announced at the Kind of Funny Games. Well, okay. there was a lot. They had how many? That, 69 like, games. Yeah, nice. that's insane. But the biggest announcement out of there is that the next episode of The Walking Dead, the Telltale series, will be out in mid-January. Mm-hmm. That's very quick. Yeah, I do think those other game, the other episodes were pretty much apes in there. Yeah, probably. Um, but that's really cool too, especially to have that announced there as well. I, think. Mm. I thought it was cool for them. Um, like, I don't, I don't, I don't although care, a big hunk of what they showed at the kind of funny game showcase was all small independent games, very little guys. Mm. And f- although for me personally, I like I primarily pay, play double A triple A games. Most because most indie games don't really interest me. Um, it was re- it's really nice to have this in terms within the development. Community. Yeah, it was cool, and I hope they they can do it every year and kind of grow it. Yeah, I th- you know I, I do so I do certainly think it w- went over incredibly well. Uh, I think it'll continue to do well. So obviously with PSX stepping away, I think this is PSX will come back, but I do think this will continue. Yeah. It's a because it's. E3 for indie games. With it being done by a third party, like a, as like a third party independent um, YouTube company, mm. it has a different place than like a PlayStation. Yeah, like it feels like independent supporting independence, and I think the the optics on that alone are an instant win. Oh, one thing actually going back to the Game Awards. First off, it was cool to see uh, Reggie, Sean, and Phil all chatting together on stage at the start. Yeah, but my, cool. they just stood there. Yeah. But, they're, they're, they're but not like, jump in, they're just there. Phil Spencer got an interview. Reggie got an interview. Sean got no interview. He ne- never had a one-on-one chat with, um, what's his name again? Uh, Jeff Keighley. Host, yeah. He, yeah. PlayStation was the only one to not have, because mm. it, it wasn't even, they weren't promoting anything. Uh, Phil was just talking about, you know, we've got a lot to do with Xbox, you know, we've got some cool new studios, yeah, we're excited, ready to like smash is out in like two an hour. You know, Joker looks cool, but yeah, I just I but, found that interesting. But even in Sony the, is so at the moment they're like, we're not saying fuck nothing, mm. nothing. Um, they're not even just a general chat. But even in you the picture, I mean? you look at the picture and Reggie's like, eh, feels like eh, and Sean Lane's like, mm. <laughs> they're like, yes, even in that picture alone, you're like, that says a lot about where you guys stand right now. <laughs> Reggie seems like a cool dude. He seems cool dude. I do love. Like, I I keep seeing that every time. I keep seeing that 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 little gif of him doing like the the the. I'm, yeah. Where is that from? Where is he <laughs> tapping his watch? I need to find the clip of that because it makes me giggle every time I look at it. I'm sure someone can find that for yeah. you. Hey, help me out, bros. Uh, I don't have too much more to say about all that. But yeah, let it, let us know what you think of the video game awards as well as the kind of funny game showcase. So tell us, you know, do you think God of War was justified in the win? Do you think it should have gone to somebody else? Do you think it's kind of bullshit that Red Dead Redemption cleaned up everything else? Or is yes. it really nice that they the Red Dead <laughs> did clean up so it got the the rockstar recognition that it deserved, but then they nicely gave it to who really deserved it for the game game of the year? Let us know in those comments below. But um, some of these games, although the kind of funny game showcase, some of them did drop straight after the the presentation mm. fantastic. There was like four of them that genuinely changed their release date from like two months in the future, like now nah, we'll do it off the back of this. Brought it forward, chucked in there. Fantastic. Mm. But they're not the only games that are coming out this week in a section we call Coming to the Plays. We just read the drop to you. We got the big drop back. Big drop. That's big. Atari Flashback Classics PSV to digital. <coughs> Atari Flashback Classics Volume 3 PS4 digital. Volume 2 is just not there for some reason. I mean, uh, no, maybe that's the collection. Is that a collection at the top? It says classics for the Vita, and then it's classics volume three for PS4. <sighs> just fuck with volume two. BB and Tina, the movie game, PS4 Ooh, digital. BB Blocksburg, the Great Witch Broom Race three, PS4 digital. I've never heard BB in my life, and now there's two different but games from different companies with BB in the title. Borderlands two VR, Ooh. PS VR digital. The iconic shooter, Luda, gets in your face. Virtually immerse yourself in the untamed world of Borderlands. Step in, in the boots. Treasure Seeking Volk Hunter. We all know what the game is. I will be reaching out to Mikey for that one. Just going to be good fun. Desert Child, PS4 Digital. Double Switch, 25th Anniversary Edition, PS4 Digital. Dragonfly Chronicles, PS Vita Digital. Earth Defense Force 5, PS... <laughs> Defense Force 5, PS4 <laughs> Digital. Escape Game Aloha, PS4 Digital. 
PS4 Digital. Gungrave VR, Gungrave VR UN, PSVR Digital and Retail. Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms, PS4 Digital. Kingdom 2 Crowns, PS4 Digital. Kingmaker, Rise of the Throne, PS4 Digital. Night Trap, 25th Anniversary Edition for the Vita. I might get it. <laughs> it's on PS4, it's your PS4. Is it? Yeah. It's on Switch too. Definitely. It, just it's it's such a I don't know where I heard such an iconic moment in gaming history. Yeah, I don't know where I heard this was one of one of the podcasts I listened to and they talked about how with Night Trap how at the time of its big big controversy, mm. I think they had a Nintendo at the time was like, Ooh, You'll never yeah. see it on a Nintendo platform. Twenty five years later. <laughs> here it is. I mean you can't really be held. Oh, I can't like advice. you know, times change, but yeah. the game is nowhere near as uh scary fucked as it was twenty five years ago. Yeah. But uh uh, Red, Actually, I kind of want to check it out too. Red Matter, PSVR Digital. Richie's Plank Experience, PS4 Digital. Smash It Plunder, PSVR Digital. Prey, Typhoon Hunter, PSVR oh, Digital. Yeah, oh, so that's the, that's the, that looks really interesting, the Typhoon mm. Hunter. The Video Kid, PS4 Digital. Warbot, PSVR Digital. A lot of VR games. Hey, so VR what games. if we pick up Night Trap on the Popsy account and then we get the, the use some of the Patreon money to pay for it there for its uh, covered? If you want. <laughs> we can both play it. <laughs> You can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I, I just want to play it. But yeah, I think the only one that really stands out there for me is Borderlands 2. Uh, we are pretty quiet for the rest of the year at this point. I'm not. There's heaps I want to get through. Mm. No, I mean, of new releases. Oh, well, yeah. Like, we're halfway through December now. Yeah, so for the rest of the year, like I'm going to probably chip off Red Dead. Mm. Um, maybe finally get that Spooder Plat. I'm not going back to make it. Yeah. I don't know. That PlayStation conversation happened on a Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time My chair on YouTube. Really dropped. And 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. Feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash popculturist. Head over there. Check out the tiers. Might be something there that interests you. If you want to show the love of the pop culturist on your body, head to popculturist.com slash shop. We can buy shirts like this and like this. And phone cases like this, and assorted shit with our logos on it. If you want to, uh, wait, what's the next thing I was talking about? Twitch. Oh yeah, we are also on Twitch at Twitch.tv/slash/thepopculturist, where you can watch us to play the games, and you can subscribe and the biddies and and the viewing and the chatting with the other community members. It's a good, fun time on Twitch. I'm not even on my stream this week, though. I got no idea. Night trap, obviously. Oh, given. <laughs> but until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Wonders. And that. It was for the players. Itchy nips. <laughs>